David Zeritsky for the Bond Experience. Welcome back. Listen, if you joined us for our last Daniel Craig style conversation, we got pretty deep. We got into the psychology of it, the badass Bond moments. And the gentleman that you see before you, Bobby, John, and Kyle, they were on the psychiatry couch. And we're not going to stray far from that. But this one's, this one's a little lighter. It's a little airier. We've got our drinks. You know, John's got some Japanese whiskey. We've got some Blackwell rum. We've got some Pellegrino that's clearly spiked with vodka. And we're just going to relax. We want you to relax and sit back as we take a little travel back to 2006. And we're going to move forward to 20-something whenever we see No Time to Die. I'm not committing to any date. This will age badly. But here's what the premise is for this conversation. This is going to be a lot of fun. We're going to start with Casino Royale. And I'm going to ask certain questions about James Bond's style in relation to that film. And we're going to move through time and really get these gentlemen's opinion on different things. So Casino Royale, you've got it all in your mind. Gentlemen, and John, we're going to start with you because you brought this up earlier. How is it still very classic, some of the style? And how is some of it dated to you? Mm. 15 year old movie yeah i mean i think uh, you know the the tux he looks so brilliant in that shot that tux you could yes in any time and i think generally speaking what does look a little dated it's not that it's dated let me rephrase that but brioni is brosnan you know Mm. and i feel like it was uh, that's a brand that was carried over and not that daniel doesn't look great in it but when you see him in the next film daniel looks shit hot I mean, let's it that in Tom Ford. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's Daniel's brand. So, um, you know, I, harking back to the first episode, Bobby talked about you know those those sort of baggy chinos that he wears with that beautiful Sunspell polo. To me, looks a little dated. Um, they actually had a slight flare to the bottom. It was almost like a bell bottom type thing. Good like, heavens! It was boot cut essentially. Yeah, a boot cut. Not or down 90s. with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was down with that in the 90s, but not so much. The old diesel flare the cords. Shot in 2006. <laughs> you know what? You know it's coming back, too. <laughs> Jesus, as soon as we saw him in that cord suit, uh-oh, here we go. <laughs> you know what I mean? So much for skinny legs. Um, so, you know, I mean, I still think he looks great in it, um, um, but it's probably, it is my least favorite Daniel fashion mm. film. Interesting. And, and part of that could be, you know, because of the times. But, you know, Bobby is somebody yeah. that is literally wearing a Sunspell shirt, which today is Sunspell's number one seller still for a lot of classic reasons. I mean, what do you think about Casino Royale? What, what still jibes with you and which one might you not gravitate to? Boy, I think there's a lot. I think there's a lot that is still relevant, whether it's a Sunspell polo, the Sunspell t-shirts, are beautiful in that. Um, I can't pull them off. I think, you know, if you can, they'll the Perla uh, swim shorts. God bless you if you can wear those. I think those, you know, would, would still, I don't think those have dated. I mean, maybe you wear those, John, maybe you can, you can, you can rock those at some point. Bobby, you can um, pull those Oh, man. No, no. I no, want to just put, I want to put them on and just look and then take them off. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just I just want to see what that looks like. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's interesting to me that I think there'll be a little really... bulge where the aqua terra is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There, there are a lot the potato of goes in the front. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is devolving quickly, David. 
there are uh, a lot of, pardon the pun, but threads from Casino that we're seeing reappearing in No Time to Die, at least from the, the, the previews we've seen, whether that's a, you know, is that the same Sunspell holy t-shirt that he's wearing on the boat? Maybe, I don't know. Is that, um, that the Tommy Bahama shirt that, that you're wearing today, yeah. very similar to the Alfani shirt that he's wearing walking into the Ocean Club. So um, he's wearing a black shawl neck uh, cardigan on the balcony with Mathis. You know, that's something that again shows up in Quantum. So, you know, I think this is the springboard for what is going to evolve with Daniel's films. But I think, you know, as you go through the scenes that Daniel is in, in the sartorial moments, there are more uh, hits, I think, than misses in this movie. And isn't it telling that the, the Riviera Polo is still the number one selling item for Sunspell, you know, however many years later from, for, since 2006, that's not 15, an accident. 15 yeah. years later, it's crazy. Yeah, and, and, and I would imagine that the, the, the gray uh, melange t-shirt is probably up there yeah. for them as well in terms of sales. So I think this was a lot of our springboard into seeing Bond in a casual setting. You know, I think previous to this, James Bond equals, equals tuxedo equals casino. Yeah. And this is different than that. You see, I think this really in a lot of ways reinvigor reinvigorated resort casual in a lot of ways. I know it did for me. Well, and think about the, the jump point. You had Die Another Day, right? Which had some good pieces in it and things like that. And you can't argue about it. I mean, Brosnan looks great in anything that he wears. But, you know, you had Daniel Craig. And, and I would actually say that, you know, a lot of the things that may seem a bit dated, um, even though, the, you know, the, 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 obviously the chinos that pair with that shirt that you're wearing, the polo, they do flare out at the bottom. They're actually well-fitted. They're slim-fitting. They fit against his legs. The, a lot of people give him a lot of, um, a lot of gruff for the Madagascar outfit, but he's undercover. Well, I, I mean, those did, linen that's pants. A pass. That's a pass. You're undercover there. I think, you know, there are things that I think we'd be remiss if we didn't mention that long sleeve rugby style polo that's at the end in Venice. You know, I know Magnoli makes a, a yep. version of that. Still, you know, 15 years later, that hasn't been ID'd. I think that is a classic item. It would look great. I, I wear I, I that once that. a month, once a month. And I, I will tell you one step further with that outfit, the pairing of blues, like for example, mm -hmm. a light blue with a dark blue is actually very 2021. Like they're talking about great. You know, this whole idea of having a white shirt with dark pants and cutting yourself in half is very 1990s. Mm. Not to sound like overly fashion and stylistic here, but no, no, no. it literally cuts your body in half as opposed to this subtle gradient of the same color, right. dark charcoal with black pants, a light blue with dark blue. And John, you had your hand raised like you were in elementary school. What do you want to say? Well, you know, I just, I want to make sure that I'm given as much love as possible. And I'm always the blue on blue on blue, love it. So absolutely. But I have to say, you know, now I'm, all I can think about is Daniel Craig's clothes from Casino. Hmm. The very end in the blue, shawl, mm. cardigan, the white t-shirt and the khakis on the boat. The, every time I see that scene, I go, God, he looks good. And I he's mean, chill. Like, I mean, that's that a is such a good look. It looks, I mean, 
listen, I'm, I'm having a response to the look of another man. I've not quite had before, you know, let's just say it. You want to check your watch real quick? Looks, looks (laughs) (laughs) but John, in that scene, in that scene, I'll, I'll go one. He looks so good in that. So, I mean, I understand the whole cutting the half off thing, but let's just face it. But all of us want to wear that that, outfit and sit on that that shot of him sitting there talking to M saying the bitch is dead. That is directly from Kennedy. That's definitely from Steve McQueen, which means it translates through the errors. It doesn't need to be timeless. It's timeless. I mean, Kyle, what do you, what do you think? What's your opinion? You look like you're holding back here. Well, John kind of stole my answer about the uh, tuxedo, which is excellent. One of, I think it's the best tuxedo of the Craig run. Um, And the Sunspell polo. I mean, we could all, extol the virtues of that forever so i'm going to throw out the persole 2720 sunglasses that he wears when he has lunch with mathis 15 years on i still wear them every single day they're the sunglasses that i keep in my car and every time i put them on i think like yep i'm I'm on my way to have lunch with mathis this is this is wonderful i think they they're timeless they're classic and daniel that's another brand that daniel craig brought me to I forgot about the accessories, but that's a really great point. Yeah. I mean, first of all, the watch. The watch, yeah. I don't care what era, you could put that in the 1950s. Both, both yep. It looks yeah. perfect, yeah. So Amiga yep. just knocked that out of the park. And those glasses, Kyle, it's so funny. I was, um, we're doing some stuff in the basement. We're putting in a home gym and doing some stuff with the collection. And so I, I've been cleaning and clearing a lot of my collection, I came across those sunglasses and I, I was trying on all of those. And although they're kind of whitish, you know, for what I would wear like in 2021, they just look so classic, you know, that that silver and, you know, the brown and everything like that. I agree with you. Can we get those still, Kyle? Uh, I think you can get them secondhand, but I don't think they still yeah. make that. Okay, that I think I need, I need to add that to the collection. I've got, I've got an extra yeah, pair, that- all kidding aside, John. They're, they're not the dark brown, they're black, but they're exactly the same model, if you don't mind them being black instead of brown. Let's take this conversation off the air because I'm. We're not. You have my undivided attention. <laughs> you got it. We'll all right, let's, it let's talk. <laughs> all right, guys. So here, I mean, it's, it's kind of a mix. Oh, go ahead, Kyle. Sorry. Well, you know, People are gathering no, no, for I'm drinks just saying, at somebody's like, work. A lot of yeah, those so, things in Casino Royale are classic. They are. So, so question for you guys. I mean, if you think about this, we're going to play a little game with Casino Royale. We're going to do this with all of them. It's going to be keep or kill. So what Ooh. outfit, if somebody came to you, Eon says, guys, love what you're doing, doing the Lord's work here as John says, um, but we're going to go into the archives and you can keep any one outfit <clears throat> from Casino Royale. And then you need to act, actually kill one outfit. Uh, Kyle, you go first, keep and kill. Okay. Uh, I'm going to keep the tuxedo. Cause I, I mean, it, again, I think it's the best one of the Daniel Craig era. Um, I'm going to kill it's gonna have to be the Madagascar shirt. I can't see any situation where I'm gonna wear that. You're so mean. <laughs> we love you for that. Bobby, what about you? Okay. Keep and kill. I'm going to keep the three-piece suit at the end, the where he nice. delivers the famous Bond, James Bond for the very first time as Bond. I think that is a timeless look. Beautiful. Again, that's a you know, kind of a, a Steve McQueen. Thomas Crown Affair vibe with the 
blue shirt, blue tie. I think that looks razor sharp. Love it. And I like almost all the clothes in casinos. So I think finding something to kill, I got to echo my boy Kyle over there and say the Madagascar shirt. I'm sorry. Got to go. It's hard to find a bad look in that movie. It really yeah. is. It I'm is. about to. <clears throat> Uh-oh. <laughs> all right. Keep and kill, John. Uh, I'm going to keep the whole outfit that we just talked about on the boat, the shawl, uh, uh, sweater and the t-shirt and the khakis, I think is amazing for, for that's the best he looks in the movie. I'll tell you the one that gets me that I got to kill, just put it down out of its misery is that white short sleeve button down when he arrives at the Bahamas and he ties and it's got the thing. I can't, I just, that thing looks yeah. like it's right out of the eighties, man. You know, like that's pretty in pink ducky. Like I just can't handle it, man. You know which one I'm talking about? Well, yeah, no, let me, yeah, let me tell you. Yeah, it's yeah, no a, good, man. It's no there, good. Yeah. There's a Bond fan out there that collects this stuff like we all collect this stuff. Who has, from the costumer, from the same bolt they use for Danielle Craig, from the same costumer, that shirt, and he's worn it once to the one and only club and one time only to take pictures, and he's never worn it again. So that's a exactly. testimony. Yeah, it's not, a, it's just not, it just doesn't work. You know, I don't feel. No. That's a that's great what, one. Yeah. You know, when you're Kill mistaken it. for the uh, parking valet, maybe maybe dress up a little bit. You're going to make me park yeah, this myself? Just... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to I'm going to keep Yeah, this is going to be surprising to you guys. I don't think you would call this. But it's very selfish reasons. I'm going to keep the Venice Chase outfit just because damn it, we don't know what the shirt is or the pants and it's killing me. Like we're we're so good at identifying this stuff and it's just scratch it's like a telltale heart. It's like the body's buried in the wood and I just need to like dig it up and tell everybody about it. Um I am going to kill um, John, you, you took mine, so I'm going to choose a different kill. Interestingly, I'm going to kill the black and white um, opening scene outfit that he wears when he shoots the guy um, at the very beginning because he's got that very tall neck sweater. You know, he's got that big oversized coat. I've seen some behind the scenes photos. It just looks like a slouchy, oversized overly hot acrylic outfit that just doesn't appeal to me in any way. Yeah. It's not sexy. It's Good not choice. sexy. Gentlemen, yeah. buckle up. Buckle up because this is going to hurt. It's going to hurt. We <clears throat> need to take a time travel two years into the future from 2006 to the wonderful year, wonderful year of 2008. Here we go. I'm hoping somebody can add special effects at that point, um, but they won't. because 88 we have a miles budget. per hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's too fast. Um, gentlemen, we are at Quantum of Solace, arguably, arguably for many people, certainly Why Craig. Why rum gone? You kicked it. You kicked the rum. Um, you, Kyle, you're going to have to find something. I, I bet you have something in your house. I'll, yeah, I'll find something, yeah. <laughs> but get something because we need to talk about arguably one of the favorites, maybe neck and neck with Thunderball of all the Bond films, and we're going to explore why. And Bobby, we're going to start with you. 2008, Quantum of Solace. Has it dated well? What's dated well? What maybe hasn't dated well? Oh, man, David, this Quantum of Solace is no no joke in my top five Bond films. Love it. Yeah. I have, I have nothing but love Preach, for brother. Quantum of Solace. I, yeah. I love everything about this film. I love the editing. I love the plot. I love wow. how how Daniel looked. I like this film top to bottom. Love it. Um, I think 
much of this film has aged really, really well in the sartorial department. You get Tom Ford on board. Daniel's look is elevated. I think even the detractors from the film would concede that this is one of, if maybe not the best Daniel looks as Bond and what he is wearing as Bond. Um, my goodness, everything from the uh, dark chocolate brown suit he's he's wearing, uh, walking off the plane, meeting uh, Strawberry Fields, oh. fantastic. One of I, I, you know, one of my absolute favorite looks in this. He just looks just spot on perfect. To you know the um, the again the opening scene that's supposed to be the same suit but clearly isn't. I think that suit is is elevated in this film. Um, you know, arguably the most iconic look of the Daniel Craig tenure is where he meets Mathis for wine at the villa with the Tom Ford shawl neck cardigan in the white uh, button down shirt and the stay pressed Levi's in I believe it's the church's riders, right? Mm -hmm. uh, boots. Yep. What an outfit. Yeah. Well, I mean, just iconic. I, I mean, I am struggling. You guys can probably see me. Uh, my gears are turning. I'm trying to find a look that hasn't aged well from this film. Honestly, it's like, I, I, I really, I, I feel like a real fanboy for this film, but I am, I'm struggling with things that, that perhaps haven't aged that well. I don't know, maybe, no, maybe strong. the look, may, maybe the look in where he's uh, mimicking the, the chauffeur. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm jumping, <laughs> no, that's I'm jumping to Skyfall. Yeah. I'm jumping to Skyfall. I'm that's great. Say, look, hang I'm, on I'm a second. That's jumping, a Morelli jumping, humor right no, there. <laughs> I'm jumping films. I'm, I'm like, yeah. so it's, it's like putting so a goldfish in a hot yeah, pot. It, it, they just well, want to get hey, out. Hey, Bobby, you, you, I mean, you Help just me nailed out. it. Like, like what's aged bad about quantum? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. It's all aged well. John, There's one John, little thing. Yeah, tell oh. me, what's that thing? Okay, well, first off, I mean, I, it has to be talked about. I, Bobby, you nailed it. I'm so glad he didn't call me first. Um, you know, the my opinion, the greatest piece in Bond cinematic history is is the Harrington at the end. The jeans, the polo, the Harrington. Look at Craig's hair, you know, in that. The gun, the watch. I mean, him standing in the desert in that is the coolest motherfucker in cinematic history. Yeah. Badass he looks so badass. I cannot stand it. Damn it. He looks so good. And that's the one piece I know that we're trying to get that Tom Ford jacket made yet again. My name's on the list. Whoever's charging that, please let me know. Call me. Let me know where to give you. My credit card is ready to go. Um, I own every incarnation from Daniel Love of that jacket. I've actually bought it and given it to people before. Mm. Um, so that is the ultimate piece. But I love everything. And I, I love the tux. But if I'm going to be critical, the one thing I'm not crazy about, because the Harrington at the end is so badass, the Haiti Harrington, hmm. that collar is a little Dracula. It's, hmm. It does flare out. It's oh. a little big for my yes. liking. Yeah, yeah. And because you have the option of the other one, it begs the question, yeah. other than being a completist, um, but that is, it's that thing is pointed, man, you know? And it, I mean, and it fits entirely different too than the Tom Ford okay. Harrington. Uh, the sleeves are much longer. They're a little bit more yeah. bat-like and billowy, but yeah, it's, I would agree. It, it, yeah, that's, yeah, a good, that, that's a good call, John. I tell you, interesting about both the, the, the villa outfit and, you know, where he's on the, on the bike, 
How many times have we tried to search, I'm curious on this call, looking for the Levi stay pressed proper, yeah. proper pants to wear? Can't all find them. I yeah. mean, all the time, right? I've scoured eBay looking for those things and the forums just can't find them because again, another classic piece that just ages so well. So, I mean, well said, John. I mean, if we're picking like what the, what the points yeah. are on the collar of an otherwise great looking, um, was that Y3 jacket? I mean, yeah. forget Adidas. it. It's great. It's great. <laughs> Yeah, it. Uh, but look at this. Look at what we're doing. I mean, Quantum of Solace. We have to like struggle and nitpick and go. Yeah. It's 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 collar by a millimeter. You know, Kyle. What what about you? I mean, as somebody that is a self-professed <clears throat> not a lover of Quantum of Solace, I saw you raise your hand about the style aspect. Yeah, I Worth I don't particularly like this movie. Did I freeze again? No, not for me. I'm hoping. Uh oh. <laughs> it's it's what, what we're doing it? it on purpose now because you clearly yeah. oh <laughs> you, you've frozen in a perfect like pursing of your lips. <laughs> Kyle, that's just no no. Go of ahead. Of course, that's, I freeze right when I'm supposed to speak. Okay, um, I don't particularly like this movie, but I think it's one of, if not the best production design, best costume design in the entire Bond franchise. Like we've been saying, it's hard to find something that doesn't look good on Daniel Craig. And I'm not sure if this is when, or it, it kind of started with Casino, but I think they really leaned into with Quantum of Solace. Daniel Craig looks a little bit like Steve McQueen. Let's put him yes. in Steve McQueen, King of Cool yeah. outfits. And they, they started to do that, like Bobby said, with the three-piece blue suit at the end of Casino and Persol glasses. But with Quantum, it's even more so. It's like, hey, Daniel Craig is a really cool guy. He carries himself in a like really upright, cool manner. You know who he looks like? He looks like Steve McQueen. Let's lean into that. Let's dress him a little bit that way. Well, I think that's why, and I'll add my two cents in here, um, agree with all of you. I think that's why this <clears throat> film, people, even the detractors, like Bobby was saying, really can't knock it down from a style standpoint. There are so many different aspects. I mean, I own the uh, the Tom Ford uh, jeans, the jacket, and the polo that he wears at the end of the film. And mm. each one of those, I could walk down the street today. I will say this. I literally just tried those jeans on the other day. And they do have just the tiniest little Casino Royale type boot cut at the end. But honestly, guys, they're being made to wear with boots. So mm -hmm. it really doesn't matter. I mean, if I was to nitpick, that would be the one thing. It is the number one film of Daniel Craig's where the suits fit him inarguably. Matt Spazer, if he was on this show today, would say the Tom Ford suits, they look beautiful there. Next movie, they, they get a little tight. Next movie, mm -hmm. they're a little less mm -hmm. tight, but still tight. No Time to Die, a little less tight, but still. But nobody argues Tom Ford. It fits perfectly. And, and I think you all said this, the Mathis outfit has become de rigueur. It's cliche that every Bond film owns a black something cardigan shawl. It, it's whether you bought it for $7 or bought it for $2,700. It doesn't matter. It still looks the part and it looks great. And it has, it's, it's transformed us from thinking of that as Mr. Rogers to Mr. Bond. I mean, that's powerful. I don't know any other Bond in history um, with a film like Quantum of Solace that has transformed our wardrobes so significantly as that film, truly. 
I, I and you know, David, correct me if I'm wrong. The 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 cut of those pants in the film they're cut a little high. You know that sort of McQueen and Miles Davis. They all wore their pants a little high. Yeah. It's a very European thing to do. You know to really accentuate seeing the detail of the chuck a boot. You know correct. they're not meant to be worn and long and covering up and have a break. Well, same with you the know? stay press. Even though he's wearing yeah. the motorcycle with much of the stay press, um, it's cut very high. And yeah. number two things that does obviously it's a little trick. Uh, all of you know it, except for Bobby who doesn't need it. Is that it gives you more height. So Daniel Craig is not Brosnan height, you know, or, mm -hmm. or more height. He's like David height. <laughs> so, you know, it gives you more height. If you have a break, it makes it look like you're melting in the sun a bit. The other thing it does is obviously it creates a more straight line. So nothing's really breaking or anything. So it's, it's very visual, very it, visually. It's, yeah. it's interesting. And I think John, you take the title. I, I'm not sure how tall you are, Kyle. I think John, you're taller than I am. So, but I can, you know, always, Always use an extra a little bit. So yeah, I think John, you're taller than I am. I'm I'm a lowly six one. So I think John. John, how tall are you? Six two. Six two. Yeah, John's really? got a yeah. yeah, John, oh, yeah. I thought you were my height. I'm taller. I think I don't know how tall you, you are. How you tall look, are you? you I, look, I know you your waist more, size and your jacket size, but you I don't look know more demure on camera. <laughs> and I mean that in the most positive sense. Oh man, you're very approachable. Okay. Oh well, thank Love you. Um, five nine. What I was going to say <laughs> is I think what we're yeah. touching on here, height aside, I would I think we would all agree Daniel Craig is not what you would call classically handsome. He is not. No. Oh no. no this, this is this isn't someone you're saying, oh my goodness, that's the guy that we're gonna have on the cover of GQ. That's that's the you know, that's a Lazenby, that's a Connery, that's a Roger Moore. But what Daniel lacks in classic looks, he makes up for in spades in terms of attitude and how he carries himself, oh. which I think is why he is so believable <clears throat> as this generation's Bond. And I think it's never more apparent than it is in this film. Okay, yeah. I have a confession, Bobby, based on that. You've made me very comfortable to confess something on air. Here we go. Hang on. Yeah, this is real. Bring it. So um, even as a 53-year-old man, I'm still picking up certain attributes and style, not just from clothing, but even like movement. And there's two things from James Bond movies that I picked up with movement. Um, Pierce Brosnan's movements in GoldenEye, he's got these very theatrical, like when he opens a door, he goes like this, and he opens a door like on the yacht and things like that. Right. I still do that today. When I open a door, I go like this. <laughs> and Danielle's like, am I still with you? Um, but Daniel Craig from Quantum of Solace, when he walks around in that suit and his shoulders are back and he's not slouching and he's proud and he jumps over the railing in the hotel when the guys are coming up to oh. get him and, and that music is playing and he's doing that. When I need to channel cool and I need to hold my shoulders back and meet a client or if I need to go out there and have confidence, I channel that scene in my head. I do guys, I'm, I'm just confessing. And I put that scene and I become that scene and I'm telling you, I stand two inches taller. I'm like John Williams height. I hope you're not getting, just don't get into an elevator with someone after that, David, in that mindset. Bad I'm going to headbutt him. Well, well yeah. Okay. David, that's an awesome story. And you've really opened Pandora's box with that story. Yes. Because I got to be honest with you. There's something that I do. And when I do it, I always laugh about the movement in Daniel Craig. I have a tendency to, whenever I'm walking with friends, do this thing where I always have one hand in my pocket. And when I come to a stop, one of my back legs goes back and my toe hits the ground. 
<laughs> wow. If you ever look, when Daniel Craig stops, one leg kind of goes behind the other and the foot goes up and the toe hits the ground when he stops. And I do that okay. all the time. And in my mind, I'm going, you fucking knob. <laughs> like, right. Look at you this, walking around thinking you're Daniel Craig and James Bond, you know, like, yeah. oh hey, my John, God. I'm, and I I'm do it gonna, all the time. I'm not going to leave you hanging there. If this is confession, we can all share. Let it out. I, Let it out. I have been, I have been known, you know, you're walking down the streets and you're kind of, you know, you're kind of checking what's going on behind you and you channel that moment in uh, Inspector with the, he's wearing the mask and you're giving the look like walking mm. back. That's it, man. I do it all the time there. No, Please don't judge. So there, I said it. Kyle, Kyle you pick, Kyle. pick up any of these nasty <laughs> habits? <laughs> Come on. From Daniel Craig? Um, of course. I mean, the the look that he does when he's about to get out of the elevator, when he kind of like sticks his head out, looks both ways. I do it every time I get out of an elevator. Every what about when time. you guys run? Do you run like this? <laughs> I, run, I try to run like Tom Cruise. Try to run like that. Gentlemen, I, I've just been interrupted. <laughs> I've just been interrupted. Oh, guys, we got a trip. We got to go from 2008, four years into the future, to 2012, to Skyfall. And we're going to open up with a gentleman that just swigged a little bit of Japanese whiskey, John Williams. Skyfall, same routine. You guys are used to it by now. What's been dated? What isn't dated? What's still classic? Talk to me about the pieces, John. Well, I mean, you know, I'm going to... I'm going to say something that everyone knows about. I'm a huge Hitchcock fan, huge. You know, I'm, I, I like study the man's body of work. I mean, I love film. I'm definitely a cinephile and um, uh, it's not just Bond. And, you know, the nod to North by Northwest, it just doesn't get any more blatant than the gray suit in the Istanbul scene. I mean, he looks the business, the tie, all of it. I mean, that is such a gorgeous suit. Um, I got to give honorable mention to the fact that I think this is the sexiest tux when you see that dark blue and you've got it, oh. David. I know you do. Damn you. Um, um, so I'm going to go with what's age the best, uh, uh, that, uh, that, that the gray suit in the pre-title sequence is just so good. Um, there's the pea coat, damn it. Uh, but anyway, you, you know what I would kill? Is that what we're doing? Are we killing? Is that, you can still jump playing? in. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm killing now. I'm not, a big, I'm not a big fan. Listen, I live in LA, you know, so there's so many things I can't participate in. Mock turtleneck from Spectre. You know, I just can't do it. I mean, you would be, you'd be stoned. Um, I'm not a big fan of gloves. Oh. When Daniel's wearing gloves, the dents, and, you know, and and I just I, like why is he in Macau with gloves and they had to take him out digitally? You know, it's not why on set that would even be an option is beyond me. You know, what yeah. is the Daniel's fascination with gloves? I mean, if you're in New York City and it's freezing out, get your gloves out. But from a style standpoint, it's not my favorite. All right, that's an easy one to, to destroy, Kyle. What about you, Skyfall? I I love the Skyfall suits. I don't love how they fit him. I wish, I, mm. I think every fabric that, um, it was Jenny Tamim, uh, who was the costume designer. It was. Every fabric that she picked out to put Daniel in, in Skyfall is perfect. It's classic. It looks great on him. 
I just wish they were cut like the suits from Quantum because the suits in Quantum, they fit him so well. And then to see them like that painted on, shrunken in look. Uh, I mean, he looks like he's going to split his pants in every action scene and it drives me crazy. But they, they're they the right cloths and they're the right colors for Daniel Craig. So it's hard to hate on them. It's a, it's a really weird situation to be in because you want to love these suits they're such beautiful well-made perfect suits they're just a size too small yeah well what, what do you what do you like about skyfall like what are the things you could wear today without even blinking well i wear the barber jacket i live in new york and it rains here all yeah. throughout the autumn and most of the spring so i wear the barber jacket constantly um that probably gets the most wear out of the Skyfall looks for me, but I also have the Tetbury boots. I wear those yeah. to work probably three or four times a week because they 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 fit that function and fashion uh, at the same time. They look really classic, they look dressy, but they're also highly functional. I mean, I can wear them in lousy weather, I can wear them when it's nice. Bobby, I'm mm. curious to see if your opinion is gonna be different than others because you are a Floridian and you have yes, wonderful I've, weather all day long. We're, we're very blessed down here. So I would go, I, I agree. I think there, there's a lot to like in this film. Uh, the Enjoying Death outfit is a favorite. Mm. I, I really I really do. I like I like that outfit. I like the, the Levi's uh, Menlo jacket. I think that's such a cool look. And I think when you're seeing James Bond when he's not 007, where he's you know, dead off the radar. I think that's what he what he would wear. I like that look. And you know, I've got all the time in the world for the Orval Brown uh, setters that he's swimming in. Yeah. And what an iconic shot of him out of the pool, just kind of three quarter over the shoulder. And I like that in a lot of ways. I think it's a great use of the product there. Hmm. It's a great, it harkens back to Fleming. Anytime the literary bond is training with Quarrel. What's he doing? He's swimming multiple yeah. times a day to get in shape for whatever mission that might be. Maybe that, you know, Dr. No, he's preparing to go to Crab Key. He's swimming for the week leading up to that. And to yeah. me, I like seeing Bond preparing. You know, it's like he's keeping himself in shape. And I think that product placement feels very natural there. That feels like yeah. that's something Bond would do. He would be swimming. He would be you know, trying to keep himself in shape. So I love that look. And I, I'll agree, you know, the, the, the suits a little on the tight side, but man, I agree with you, John, the North by Northwest nod to um, what Cary Grant wore. Fantastic. Fantastic. And when he moves in, you know, we don't get the gun barrel, but when he moves from shadow into light and we just kind of get the look across his face, like, Oh man, it's like goosebumps every time. Right. It's like, you know, you're yeah. in for a ride from the get go. And, you know, I think this movie, again, that lodge outfit at the end that you're referencing, Kyle, uh, with the Isla boots mm -hmm. and the Ooh. barber jacket and the end peel, that kind of bottle blue sweater and the beautiful Tom Ford scarf. I mean, how many times have we mimic that? I'm sure most yeah. people watching this well, video almost every day. in great. <laughs> exactly. Great. I'm so jealous great. of you, Kyle. I, I will say <laughs> this. Yeah, for, for us Northeasterners, it, it, this movie to me, how much you love this is geographically, geographically independent. It really is because I will tell you as Northeasterners, Kyle and I can attest to this. Um, this is right up there with Quantum of Solace as far as looks that I've adopted. Now, yeah. I'm not crazy about the suits, 
Um, I do love the tuxedo, of course. I thought the tuxedo oh, yeah. looked, it was wonderful. It started a whole trend. So obviously that means something. But if you start from the very beginning and move through, it's hard to argue any of these looks, the lodge look, the enjoying death look. Um, I would even say like the very last look when he's standing on top of the building, looking over London, when he gets, you know, the, the bulldog and stuff like that, that yeah. long Tom Ford coat, Terrific. he just looks the money in that. But all of those things, to me, it just falls just under Quantum of Solace to become the second only to Quantum of Solace of Daniel Craig's best sartorial films. Because there's just so much classic. And for those of you that are um, uh, neophiles of, of the British sartorial fashion, um, quite frankly, this is it. I mean, Barber, you, you start listing some of these brands. They are pretty amazing. So, so quick wait, question. Wait, hang on, David. Wait, wait, David, hang on a second. So what would you kiss and what would you kill? Yeah. What are your, what's your kiss me, kill me uh, outfits of this? I really like that. I think yeah, honestly, I, ready for this? I would kill the, uh, the uh, opening scene, the PTS uh, light gray suit that a lot of you guys like, just because I don't like the fit of it. It, it looks strange. It looks like it's, it's tugging him. And even the one when he's, the Tennyson poem, when he's running with the ter Tennyson poem, boy, if you look at behind the scenes shots, that thing looks like it's painted on. It was just one size too small. And as somebody that's been guilty of that. So What's David, I'm curious. What? So wait, David, you're seriously yeah. telling me you're killing the gray suit. Because I have to kill something. I mean, what else would I kill in that film? I love Let me everything else. I'm so happy this is your show because <laughs> we well, can't pull the off. plug on your ass right now. <laughs> Well, what, what do you guys think? What of, would you kill? What do you think of the tab collar shirts? They're okay. I don't. I think they look great on him. I don't think that I would would rock that. I also uh, don't great. think That's a light exactly light gray. How I feel. So if you could take that Skyfall suit and you put it to the Prince of Wales check, No Time to Die. The Prince of Wales check, No Time to Die, is much darker. I mean, not one shade, but two to three shades darker gray. Not charcoal, but darker. <clears throat> That that likeness with the white shirt against his pale skin, I don't think that does him any justice. Then you paint it on him. Then you put tab collars. Sorry, man, I've got a pass. And it's Damn. not about it's not about my show, John. It's about disappointing you. Oh God! You, are, <laughs> right. you know what? Job done. You have done. <laughs> you have done it. That blows my mind. Now, There's David, not enough Japanese whiskey no, no, in that no, no, place. And you're right. I have it in my hand. I had to go for it during this conversation. Yeah. You don't, along with the Persol, you don't have an extra one of those suits, do you? Because <laughs> I'll take I that too. <laughs> I don't because I never I wish, really. I wish we were the same size. I never really gravitated to it. That's that's God. the problem. Well, think about John, it. What am I going to kill? John, the lodge outfit? Two, it'll never fit you. Yeah, so I know. You... I've, I've, trust me. I've been thinking about that for years with regards to Zeritsky. <laughs> what would you kill, John? What would I kill? The gloves. I mean, gloves. I mean, get, uh, yeah, get rid of those gloves. How about the I'm shoelaces? Not, I mean, I, know, I don't gloves. like. I don't like a glove. Uh, uh, I don't know. You're right. It's right behind Quantum. I love everything, Kyle. I'm so you jealous of you. I got the Berber jacket a year and a half ago. You never wore it once. I got I'll the Isla boots yeah. Thanksgiving. I've worn them once. You just can't rock that. And Bobby, I want to say something here. I want to address this. Clearly. And for, first, I've got to say that Bobby and I are very dear friends. You'd be hard pressed hmm. to find a day in the hmm. last year that we haven't communicated. Uh -huh. So let's get that out in the open. Those setter swim coming. trunks. No, those setter uh swim trunks look great on you. 
you're oh. all over them oh. and match perfectly. And the 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 Hemsworth Hemings Hemingsworth yeah. Hemingsworth is Thank what you, what if you're a similar cut like you rock those things well. Thank um, you, John. It means a lot. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Seriously. I was, waiting, so, I was waiting for I was waiting for the butts. No, 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 no. I mean, I, I, Cal's you. looking good up there in the Northeast, and you know, and you I, look I really great in that. that. And these are John. You know, John's I mean, mad at me. John is literally very, mad yeah, at me about that lightweight suit. We're gonna I'm have words upset. after this. We're gonna have a commercial break here in a second. <laughs> it's a great hey, suit, but put it in the quantum of solace cut. Bobby, go ahead. Go ahead. There we I go. Was say, I was gonna give John a, a lifeline here, and thank you for that compliment. That means a lot. The kill for me, I had thought about it. I misspoke when we were talking quantum. You kill the chauffeur hat with the sunglasses in the mm. airport. That look to me is just like, yeah. what is that? But it's I will like, say I, this. He's you've undercover, now right? It, I mean, you've now tied right, it to but, one of my favorite looks. If you take the chauffeur hat off, those sunglasses are some of the best sun, uh, sunglasses he ever wears. Not right, even David, replicated. Right, but is, it, is he Corey Hart? It's at night. <laughs> Why are we wearing the sunglasses at night? What are we doing? He's badass Bond. Yeah. No, it's a bad. I mean, it's a bad it's timing, a, of course. But yeah. that. Right. I'm sorry. That P code. That P code to me, because I, I just Love wore it. it the other day. Yeah. I have it. I live in Florida. I can wear that. I don't know. Never. But I still yeah. have it. Bobby, so when you ass. when you finally venture up to my place for a barbecue. It, yeah. What, and John, when your family doesn't like make excuses yeah. like having funerals. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm I appreciate there. David. I got my I ticket hope, bought. I've got my I, ticket bought. I pray that I don't have to wear a pea coat to the barbecue. That sounds cold. Yeah, barbecue yeah. in uh, November. Because Bobby, in summertime, it's going to feel like winter for you. You'll see. Okay, touche. Oh, crap. Touché. Guys, guys, I apologize. I sincerely have to apologize. I just got a notice on my computer. We got to get in our time machine. Uh, this is Wait, serious. Wait, before we leave Skyfall, one more. We're going to leave you behind. One more thing. Uh, the Aquaterra. That's all I'm going to say. You don't like it? I love it. I love oh, that okay. one. Oh. That was my, my 30th birthday present to myself was the Skyfall Aquaterra. That's a pretty nice uh, birthday present. Yeah, just damn wanna, right. Just want to throw what that out a trust there. fund kid? I had to sell a bunch of real estate. Not quite. <laughs> No, it's a beautiful no, watch. It, it really is the Aquaterra, man. The that, light catches that, is, that bad boy. I'm not wearing it today, but I think that's my favorite Daniel Craig watch. Damn. It is. I liked it until Good Harris choice. got it. And now that Harris has it, uh, never <laughs> he want lives it. in it. I've never, never seen it. him without it. Yeah. Wait, wait, way to go, Harris, for ruining a uh, trend. <laughs> anyway, more importantly, uh, we've got to go to 2015. What a great year that was. It was a year of health and wellness. There was no pandemic. There wasn't a lot of political strife. Friends were friends and enemies were friends. I mean, it was just a great year. And, and Spectre came out, a film that Kyle absolutely adores. So Kyle, we're gonna really? start with you. Um, the things that you love, and we could play the, the, the kill keep. We can, we can emulsify <clears throat> this all together. Um, but Kyle, what do you love about it? And maybe 2015 wasn't too long ago, but what maybe has been a little dated now? Do you want me to get into what I love about the film or are we sticking with the sartorial? We're just doing sartorial. I could care less about what you like about the film. That's oh. that's fine. I think Spectre wow. is the best uh, all around Daniel Craig sartorial film because I think it has the best casual wear and it has some of his best suits. I love the Mexico City suit. I love the suit that he wears at the end in the epilogue, the three piece. Um, but if we're playing keep or kill, I'm going to keep the matchless jacket. I just recently bought that mm. back in like oh. August, September, something like that. How is that? 
I love it. I oh. love that jacket. John, I can't take it. John, I, I got to get unbelievable. that Unbelievable. I mean, the suede uh, on that. Oh my gosh. Can you Beautiful. get it without the emblem, guys? No, but you can remove the emblem. I like the emblem. And then you can have a really? tailor do what's called a suede shaving, and it actually gets rid of the um, thread marks. Okay. All right. More on that later. But don't do it. All right. Don't don't wear that jacket if there's a chance of rain fifty miles away. That's or you're eating Cheetos. I, then, or then, or yeah. salsa. Yeah. I, or salsa. Kyle, well, uh, Kyle, yeah. I need to stay on you for a second. Do me this, because I, I wasn't preparing you for this. <clears throat> Tell okay. me your favorite casual outfit inspector and your favorite more formal or suited look. So my favorite casual would be the, the matchless jacket, Tom Ford polo uh, and, the, and the tan slacks. And then my favorite suited look is the three piece suit he wears at the very, very end of the film when he picks up the Aston Martin. Very good. Well, you know, not a lot of people pick up that, that suit, but that's a beautiful suit. By the way, the, uh, yeah. do you know the chinos uh, with that matchless jacket? The brand? I don't I don't know what they are. Who may, is that Topman? Brunello? They're Topman. Topman, Jesus. No way. And, and and the the boots that he wears, the brand of the boots. Don't say it. J. Hey, Crew. Breaks J. my Crew. heart. Oh. John, you, you look like you're hurting, so let's jump into Spectre. Well, uh, uh, you know, God. Uh, kiss me, kill me. Kyle, you you have because I'm I'm really this is becoming not only one of my favorite James Bond films, but one of my favorite mm. films to rewatch <clears throat> of all time. I I watch it now. Oh, you and, found a brother. And I look at it and Thank I go, you, like I, I'm like, I'm like mesmerized by how rich it is and how much is going on. The reward, like the reward I get from rewatching it, like I'm real I think about it a lot. I've I've grown to just absolutely adore all aspects of this film and you're right it's the, the style of it's amazing um I, I have to go with the watch obviously because i have the specter watch it means the world to me i talked about it on the previous episode but i gotta say something that you mentioned about the pursals i live sleep in have them on all the time the snowden sunglasses great glasses i love those i glasses. mean so i don't care if you're in a dive bar or <clears throat> you're at uh you know, a beautiful wedding. Those glasses are rock and roll. And I love the Snowden glasses. I, I They're Great just glasses. fantastic. Um, I do love the clothes of this film. I think that the whole Italian mafia, you know, after he's bedded Sakara's, uh, Sakara, uh, uh, Skiara's wife, Monica Bellucci. Oh boy. Um, you know, I just keep think with he the look, keep with the sartorial. Okay, he, he looks yeah, sorry, he looks the business, but I will say this, you know, we talk about those Craig moments where I go, God damn, that is a sexy man. I have that moment um after he gets out of the the torture chair. I think, you know, when he's got the white collared shirt on and the the, the dress pants, they're kind shark of like skin. a shark skin. They were shark he, skin. Yeah. He that's suit and and after he gets out of the chair perfectly pressed coherent is as uh, as hell um he he really yeah like you know he really awesome. looks great in that moment um so um yeah i don't know if i answered the question there's you a did. lot of things to kiss and what would you um, get rid of just out of curiosity yeah, if there was I, one what, look you had to um what would I get rid of? Oh, I do not like those snow goggle glasses that he has on. The Varnays. Yeah, I don't, you know what? I think he should have come out with something that wasn't yeah. practical. He should have had 
the Snowdens are another pair of like badass stylish sunglasses as opposed to like he was gonna, yeah. you know, he was an extra in the Iger sanction. You know, I don't know what's like happening that. here. Yeah, I went there. I like that movie. Bobby. I love that movie. Bust that shit out. <laughs> I know, I you, like I know you like this. I, I, I know, is it keep or kill or kiss or kill? I guess it depends it's, on- It's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's keep or kill and, and what right, do you think? Right, right. Yeah, I, I, th I think there's some great uh, uh, casual looks here. I think anytime Ethan Hunt and James Bond are wearing the same jacket, that John Barbatos uh, goat suede blue jacket, love that. I like the outfit. I like the NPL mock neck. I like the, was it Neil Barrett uh, puppy tooth pants? I think that's a good look. I like that look. Um, if I'm, and I agree with what you guys have said already. I love the matchless jacket. Um, I think it's cool to see Bond re-wearing pieces. So when they're when hmm. you know he's wearing that with the Johnny Collar, uh, Tom Ford Navy polo, right? He's wearing um, the the matchless jacket, and then later on the train yeah. wearing the the jacket with I think we think that's an Orlebar Brown uh, it is yeah blue the blue linen shirt. So I, I I like that. That to me that's very cool. Uh, if I'm killing something off, I'll dovetail what you were saying, John, not a fan of the ski pants. To me, that's very, yeah. you know, I don't think that's practical. I don't think anybody that's going to the Hofler clinic is going to, to be rocking those very yeah. old school style, heavily pointed, you know, just like yeah. those don't feel like something practical. That feels like, what, what are you wearing? Why are you wearing that? Uh, but I, you know, I want to say that I do like, I like the, I like kind of that Tom Ford jacket. I'm not sure the color of the NPL sweater matches as well as it could. I, I think I probably would have gone with a different color there. And I like the um, Banner Mountain Light 2 boots he's wearing in that scene. Mm. Just not a fan, fan of the pants. Yeah, I agree. So, I mean, John and Bobby both said this and I'll echo it. The, the pants <clears throat> and even the glasses, um, of which I have both, but uh, I would never leave the house with. Quite frankly, they become dust collectors, which is so sad, but it's a testimony to what we talk about is like, you know, you have these things to wear in your practical life. You know, it's fun to play in the moment, but quite frankly, if you're not going to wear these and appreciate these and have fun, um, those are ones that I'm, they kind of just sit there and I'm not going to say I'm full of regret, but you know, it's, it's almost like I've collected it as part, part of a, an archive versus part of my wardrobe. And I don't consider that part of my wardrobe as opposed to my Tom Ford Solden jacket, Bobby, that you mentioned. I mm -hmm. love that thing. I mean, when it's mm -hmm. the right oh, temperature, yeah. It's not very practical, um, but it's it's a great jacket. I will say that, Kyle, I will 100% agree with you. That Mexico City suit, that windowpane blue, is by far, next to the Quantum of Solace Tom Ford suit that I own, the one that when I have a pitch, when I used to do pitches in person before a pandemic, I would like just grab and go, what one do I need to walk into a room and feel like I can blow up a building and chase somebody down and hang off a helicopter for this pitch to have confidence. Oh, that's right, it's Mexico City. And I would grab that thing and I would put that on and I would look in the oh, mirror and I'd put that tie up there with the white shirt. And I'm telling you guys, suddenly the lens I was looking at myself was covered in urine and I was back inspector in that PTS scene. <laughs> Sorry, that's a little dig on the yeah. filters they yeah. use. But <laughs> my point being is, it, oh, Spectre has some transportive outfits the i will 
And, and Kyle, I don't think I've ever been in agreement so much with you in your life. So you must be enjoying oh, this. Specter, that <laughs> what <are you> suede, <laughs> that buttery suede matchless jacket is sex with sleeves. So David, it's a must own because I've wondered about that jacket before. I mean, I mean honestly, you know in LA, you could probably own. wear it. No, to, with a t-shirt and some jeans. Yep. All day long. Hollywood Bowl, date so night. You, you pair that with a gray or a white OBT with a pair of jeans and you call it a day. In fact, I, I would say I wear that more with dark colored pants, jeans, charcoal colored pants, more than the light grays that he wore, the Topman ones, because I think that yeah. the colors, the light and light are too close to each other. Although yeah. the Johnny collar, Bobby, to your point, that that shirt looks amazing. Yeah. Um, I would say that there are some items in there that if you have in your closet, you'll be handing them down to your children. That's how classic and wonderful they are. Got it. Hey, David, let me throw something out here. We'd be Please. remiss if we didn't talk about the return of the white dinner jacket. Yeah, I'm surprised we haven't brought that. Oh, up. bring yeah, it, man! Oh, I, th I think mercy. Yeah, right? What would you think? I think I, oh, I think I think it was great. I think it was great. You know, I think again, you you look at Bond um, with the midnight blue tuxedo, and I think you all have that. I have that mental image of him on the poster. You know, it's like with the dust sliding up, and you see that midnight blue jacket, and I think. You know that there was a renaissance in in wanting to wear a midnight blue tux, and I think Bond wearing a white dinner jacket did the same thing. And I love the callback to to Connery. I love can the I, callback. Can I debate yeah. you on that? Uh -oh. Sure. sure. In, the, in the most wonderful way. So yeah, I think please. the blue tuxedo. Every company suddenly came out with a blue tuxedo, even the knockoff ones. Sure. I haven't seen the white jacket come back. I think to it's. The I think it's tough to pull off and where, where I'm going, the That's Renaissance, look, look at the, look at the red carpet and look at what the A-list celebrities are wearing to the Grammys, to the Oscars, to yep. the Emmys. That's where that influence is. I think you would probably look, this is no, I chose. don't have the research, but, but you see those folks are wearing a white dinner jacket yep. mimicking what is going on with Bond. So you want to hear, uh, I will make this really quick, really cool white jacket story that has to do with Spectre. So, when I went to um, uh, the opening of Secret Cinema, um, if you remember or if you heard about this, my luggage was lost yeah. and um, badly lost in the sense that it was my Tom Ford uh, blue tuxedo from Skyfall oh, from production God. and it was lost. It was lost for like three and a half months and I've gotten it back. But when, um, when Mason and Sons, David Mason and Elliot Mason heard about it, in one night, they stayed up with their tailors. They replicated the exact jacket from Spectre, the white jacket. They couriered it to my hotel the next morning, not even telling me. The doorbell rang to our hotel room and a guy came with a suitor with the white jacket from the film dead on, made within 24 hours. And please tell me wow. you said the line, it's tailored. <laughs> I, I was in such shock and Danielle was yeah. in such shock that this wonderful group That's of people that are humans. Yeah. I mean, we see the problem is we see these companies and a lot of people, certainly outside of this room, see these companies as cold brands and, you know, see them as a label or a logo. And the problem is, is that you miss the point that these are human beings and they get it. They get the emotion behind what we're sharing today. Um, so I know it's a long story, but that white jacket has a lot of emotional connection with me because 
it was just kind of like exceeding expectation moment. Well, David, That's that is phenomenal. one of the greatest stories I've ever heard. And, and it must be said that Dave Mason is one of the coolest guys, nicest guys I've ever met. And I was able to have drinks with them in a hotel room outside of LAX for a couple nice. of hours and got to know the guy a little bit. And he's, he is a wonderful man. And that's a great story. Folks get over to Mason and son, spend some money. Um, right. This, this video has been brought uh, to you by Mason. It needs to be <laughs> said, and hang on. And, 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 and since you, since we're on a roll here, you got my juices flowing, Bobby, oh, since you brought up one finally. more thing to kiss, I want to bring up one more thing to kill. That Tom yep. Ford polo that he's wearing in uh, in Morocco that's like cut above his belly button, I'd like to kill that. And it's all like Robin Ooh. Hood, you know, down low. I'm not a big fan of that shirt. Ooh. And I listen. Yeah, well, no, I have the knockoff from what's the company? Magnol no, um, um, Magnoli. It's a totally Magnoli. different fit. I, okay, and I bought the largest size. Swear to God, true story. When Robert Davi was on James Bond Radio, he invited me and Matthew to go hear him live, and then he called us the next day, invited us to go have lunch with him, his wife, at his favorite Italian restaurant. We went, we sat outside. It was right before COVID, and I thought I was going to wear that. I wore that. I spent all afternoon eating pasta and drinking Peronis. And when I stood up, that top looked like a crop top from the 80s, like just one of the guys. I'm telling you, this thing, this thing did not look cool. And there's a photo of me and Robert Davi in, and I'm wearing that shirt. And I'm you can see me like trying to pull that thing down, man. It was tragedy. You do not want to eat a big pasta meal and drink beer with one of your heroes in that fucking shirt. Bobby, you want to argue the point of that shirt? I, I, you like that shirt? Yeah, maybe, maybe just pre-pasta in in beer. I don't know. I I, I like. Um, <laughs> I've never noticed it being so short on on him. I the haven't. Mag, I no, guess, no. The it the magnolia is yeah, really short. Okay, really I, I'm short. thinking. I, I have to I mean, to me, to me, it's like again. What I like, what what I like, <laughs> is where you're seeing Bond like we talked about earlier with that matchless jacket in multiple scenes wearing the same clothes. So you see Bond walking around uh, in, in Morocco with Madeline. And when they get to L'American, he's wearing that shirt at night when yeah. he, you know, sees the mouse go in the, in the hole and he bangs down the door. And I think I like that. I like that Johnny collar, yeah. Robin hood style <laughs> collar. I think it's kind of cool. It's different. You know, you, I think, I think probably yeah, as a costume designer, you come up yeah. with Bond. How many ways are there to style a dark blue polo shirt? Yeah. How many ways can you do it? I mean, you can change the collar. It's like we, you know, the tab collar. You can do a button-down collar on a on a dress shirt. There are only so many ways to change up a navy blue blue polo shirt. I think to me, it's still a it's still Bond with we're just having a little bit of a of a tweak to keep it interesting. So, so Bobby, I just don't wanna... think it should be above the top of your pants. I just I'm not a big fan of okay. the polo being above. And and, and Bobby, you, we got gonna, way. I got one for you. So baby. John, John, we're gonna have you try on a Tom Ford version. But one thing <laughs> oh, I do want to say, if you guys are a fan of uh, Bond and and style, you've got to get pictures. And maybe I'll post them. I'll post them on my YouTube channel and Instagram of the Paris display of Bond's Globetrotter, which I love that case that he has, Inspector, the Globetrotter brown case. It's absolutely beautiful, well-made. But in it, they show the clothes that Bond had. You didn't see the scene. 
but he they actually had it all packed. He had um, oh. a gray one of those polos. He had his suit nice. in there. He had all of these things stacked up, and you see how Bond packed all oh, of these yeah. outfits that he you had. You got to post that, Dave, in Morocco. Yeah. And I've got nine beautiful pictures of that item all now, packed up beautifully. It's amazing. Was that like was that like a deleted scene? Had they, you know, prepped they, that, or is that just for display? Or what? Fill us it, in there. It, it couldn't have just been for display because it literally has all of the outfits that he wears in that chunk of the movie that he oh, would have cool. that luggage. So there that's must have cool. been like he was in the room and kind of went like this and all those clothes were in there. They just didn't use and they probably shipped the case as is to this Parisian um, exhibit. And someone, you know, better oh, factor great. took amazing pictures. That's but it's, great. It's gold. It's, you oh, know, it's interesting amazing. that where you see that Globetrotter. And again, maybe this is controversial. Maybe it's not one of my favorite ties of the, of the Craig tenure is that burnt orange rust colored tie yeah. he's waiting he's wearing burnt while tie. waiting to be picked up and i i like that one because it's so different yeah. from anything else he's worn previously you know there are varying degrees of a darker blue tie or a more purplish blue tie and, and yeah, that brunello cuccinelli jacket is amazing i cannot I, wait for daniel love, love to get that out man oh, oh. same oh same oh i can't wait john i am so about oh. that that blazer Nope, yeah. we're not okay. Uh, I think yeah. we're talking. David gave us a we'll little. We'll edit that out. Okay. Oh, really? <laughs> Sorry. We're not we'll, just go we'll to Brunello and have him make it for you bespoke. We'll we'll, we'll talk off air. <laughs> oh, sorry about right. that, David. I thought there was a photo of it on his website. There is. We'll talk. Okay, off never air. mind. Okay, sorry. Trust Let's me, I could edit this out so easily. Okay. And edit. we're back. <laughs> so so so, gentlemen, this is going to be a little bit more challenging. Um, but I, I need to beg a couple more minutes from you because we do need to talk about, as Kyle so eloquently put, a, a film that we haven't seen, we're hoping to see soon. And maybe for some of you who have seen this video right now, maybe we all have seen and it's all good. But with no time to die, let's play the same game because arguably we probably have seen at least 90% of the outfits. So, and, and that's all speculation, but based on I that- I think you're wrong. You think we've seen less? Oh yeah, it's a three hour movie. We've seen two and a half minutes of it. Okay, all right. So what would you say? We've seen 50% of his outfits? Well, I would say we've seen, yeah, 50% sounds good. I, I kind of bring this back to Spectre. When we saw in the trailer, we saw, we thought all of the suits until that epilogue and we see the three piece suit that he wears to QLab at the end. Nobody knew that that suit was gonna be in the movie. That was a By the way, surprise. From from your no, mouth to no, God's ears, no. I would love that because then the hunt is on again because it seems to be right. slowing down. But Kyle, based on what you've seen, let's say even the 50% for argument's sake, what are those things where you're like, oh my gosh, I need to have that and maybe you do have that? Or in one of those things that are like, you know something, I think at the end of the day, I'm going to have to pass on that. It'd be hard to pull that off. You know what I'm passing on and you wear it really well and we've hung out and you've worn it when we've hung out? Is this oh, I know it. I just is the what for some reason the sloop suit. For some oh. reason, I've I've seen it, I've felt it, I I'm not connecting with it yet. But I haven't seen the movie. There are things that I haven't seen the movie that I do connect with. I connect with the commando sweater. Looks I great on you. The new watch. Um, thank you. I connect with um, the Prince of Wales gray suit. 
But for some reason, I, the um, the corduroy sloop suit, I'm not connecting with it yet. Have Have you worn that sweater that you're wearing out, like out, out? I had this on all day. I wore it to work today. It's an amazing sweater. I, I have a horrible guilty confession that I haven't worn it out. I almost, I'm being like so precious with it, but it's so beautifully, and again, sorry, John, and sorry, Bobby, uh, during this time of year, I mean, the, 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 the cashmere wool blend is just like perfect, I would imagine. Well, right now, today, I think it's 18 degrees outside. So it was the right thing to wear to work today and, you know, on, on days like this, and it, it feels good. I like how it looks on me. Yeah. I don't know, you know, I'll ask the ladies how it looks on me, but. <laughs> oh, you, 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 you killer you. So, so Kyle, from what you No, but Kyle, seen... you're one of the few people that looks good in that. And I hope, I'm, listen, I'm very few people can really rock that sweater. Um, and I've been quite public about it. It looks great on you. David, the sloop suit, well, can't stand it. Looks great on you. Duster jacket, that looks ridiculous. Harris Thomas, I saw the photos at your place. Looks awesome. You know, so I it love really it when does. I- It looks good on him. Yeah, yeah looks good right? On I, I, I love when I see um, an article of clothing that looks better on my friend than it does on Bond. Yeah. Well, when, I will tell you when Harris wore my Massimo Alba trench coat, I was almost like, dude, I'm almost feeling like you need to take mine home because yeah. I would be very, out of all the Bond jackets, I mean, think about all of us. We're so lucky. Many of you watching this video are so lucky. You can go to your wardrobe and go, what do I want to do today? Do I want to go Quantum of Solace or do I want to go Roger Moore or what do I want to do? I mean, we're so, I mean, first world problems. But for me to absolutely turn and go, it's trench coat day. I just don't see it ever happening yeah. with me. So it's become, again, it's almost like the Varnay sunglasses and the Tom Ford ski pants. It's like, check, you know, I'm a collector, I needed it, but it's like, oh, is that really what we're doing here? Yeah. Not I, me, I, I, I try to only buy the Bond pieces that I know I would wear in my everyday life. Good for you, good man. Yeah. I was Bobby. just saying, I think the, the films leading up to this one for me are way more, many more hits than misses. And again, we haven't seen the film yet, but I have a feeling it's going to be the inverse here. I think there'll be, for me personally, there are going to be more misses than hits in the sartorial department. What are the me. What are some of the misses that you're smelling? I mean, for me, it's just like I don't. Again, I mean this with all the respect for anybody that likes these things. Personal preference. I don't see Bond in Sperry topsiders. That just not what not what I see him in in retirement or otherwise. I would see him in espadrilles. That's cool. I think that's a, I think that's a better choice for for Jamaica. I don't see him in that. Um, I I struggle. Um, I've tried on. It's that Connolly jacket, like that light blue linen jacket. Is that a Connolly yeah. jacket that he's yeah. wearing in Matera? You talk about something that's cut short, John. My goodness, that is really super cropped. It just got this weird. So comfortable though. <laughs> it, yeah. Don't get me wrong. It was comfortable. I tried that on. It's like I just like I'm not sure where this is supposed to hit. I think that's weird. Mm. I think I'm one of the the people that it's like, you know, the belt loops and braces that I find Ooh. odd. I think that's I think that's a such a, a weird choice. I mean, for somebody that is known for sartorial excellence and sartorial acumen, I think that's a rule Bond would not break. And you know what looks better, John? You and I have talked about this in the photo shoot that's in Matera. That light gray 
linen suit that Daniel is wearing, and it's like a, oh, like a the like white a, boots, like a, like, yeah, with cream, the cream boots, cream. Oh suede man, boots. he looks. That's the what he should have been wearing. Yeah, it's like that. It just, I don't know, man. I look at some of these things. It's like the duster jacket we've talked about. I don't want to feel like I'm, you know, dogpiling on on this, but I, I'm just not connecting with with much there. I think the 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 RGT jacket I like. I like that one a lot. I think it makes sense to where it harkens back. He's wearing the the gray t-shirt again. I think we get a quick look at the Orlebar Brown uh, navy blue setters. Fan of that. Again, those are some throwbacks. As I look at things here that are new, and again, this is just for me. Eh, I'm kind of tepid on it. Well, okay, all right. So Bobby, John and Bobby, real quick on on some of the fashion and outfit. Can you? Can you kind of get your head around or is it make it more comfortable to think of like trench coat is something that he borrows that the Matera, you know, Connolly linen jacket, the blue one is something that he's in retirement. So he just wants something slouchy, like putting it as Sidorot says in more of that story form, does it help? Or is it more like, no, nah, it's just a miss and a miss is a miss is a miss. John, I, go for I, it. Okay, sure. Uh, I feel I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, Kyle's absolutely right. I don't want to pass judgment until I see the film. But going back to the quote at the beginning of the first of episode that we did together, um, I don't feel that a lot of what I'm seeing is very Bondian. Um, I just don't think it's Bondian. Um, and, uh, you know, that is a little disappointing to me. Um, you know, this is supposed to be on some level fantasy and I see those, I see that RTD jacket and I go, oh, that's really cool. That's definitely Craig. And then I see the jeans he's wearing with it. Oh my God. They're all baggy and rolled up. That's just not James Bond to me. It, you know, it, now I could eat my shorts and I have many times when it comes to James Bond and being on the air where a couple of months from now, you'll see me in those wretched baggy jeans. You're going to be in those jeans. Yeah. When you find out what they are, you're going to oh, get them. Oh yeah. <laughs> I tell you, John, uh, I agree. I yeah. agree. Yeah. I agree. I, I love the watch. Envious of Kyle and David rocking yeah. that watch tonight. Gorgeous piece. What love a gorgeous Joes. watch. Yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah. The Joe the, the Joe's are awesome. Are great. We should we could do a whole series on how how much money we've all spent on sunglasses after the Daniel Craig era. Oof. Um I think to your question though, yeah. David, we have seen Bond in retire, retirement in repose. We saw him in a memo jacket far better than than that Conley jacket. We've seen him in uh, a Harrington jacket. He's off the off the reservation there when he's going yeah. after Madrano and helping. So it's like I feel like the the guy that is wearing those really classic pieces again, same thing with the with the cardigan that you're rocking so well tonight, uh, John. You know, he's he's on his own time there. He's not working for Her Majesty at that point. And I just it, it looks for somebody in retirement, it looks like he's trying awful hard to have those pieces. Those look like those were purchased with intent, not yeah. like, hey, this is what I'm comfortable in. And to me, that I have trouble aligning with that for me personally. Oh, I get it. I, I, here's what I'm hearing, gentlemen, if I could sum this up, is that uh, No Time to Die has a lot of pressure. I mean, if, if we can take from Kyle's wonderful aspirational words of we've only seen 50%, maybe maybe there's going to be, you know, a cool polo like you're rocking right now, Bobby, you know, maybe there's going to be another cool pair of sunglasses, but you know, it's one of these things we're going to have to wait to see and we'll revisit it as a group, but 
guys, thanks for joining me on this one. This was a this was a good introspective conversation. Yeah, it was a lot so of fun. Much fun. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so did. much, David. As always, for having me, us. This was a ton of fun. It was great, we, Bobby. We go all night with this. Yeah, I, and Kyle, we're going to let you. We're just going to sign off at a certain point. <laughs> Bobby, fine. I'll be seven seconds behind the rest of you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did. You kept up with us, man. That's we were, good. This was like a celebration. <laughs> Kyle, John, Bobby, thank you so much. You guys are amazing. I love doing this with you. Um, and folks, we'll be back. This group will be back. We'll, we have so many things to talk about. But in the meantime, this has been David Zaritsky for The Bond Experience, and we'll see you all real soon. Take care. Thanks for watching this episode. If you want to be up on the latest from The Bond Experience, just click on this subscribe and subscribe to our channel. You're going to get all the latest and greatest information, plus some exclusive content. And by the way, speaking of content, here's something especially for you, just because we know you. Talk to you soon.